Today is October 6, 2023, and this is Read Through the New Testament, and Avon, you're leaving me. <laughs> Today, I am flying on a plane to go visit my parents in California. I'll be there for four days. Yeah, they got some health going. struggles, and you're just going to go to yep. help me with them. Yep. Okay, so there's your question. Yep, I'm flying to California. Yep, leaving on a jet plane. All right, uh, for our reading today, we are reading the second half of Matthew chapter 20, verses 17 through 34. And uh, here we have Jesus foretelling his death for the third time. So, okay. <laughs> I think you're, you're right. You had two times already in your summaries, and I questioned it. So this is three. Okay. All right. And as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside, and on the way he said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified, and and he will be raised on the third day. Verse 20. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to him with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked him for something. And he said to her, What do you want? And she said to him, See that these two sons of mine are to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. And that was James and John. Uh Right? Yep. Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am to drink? They said to him, yeah, we are able. He said to them, you will drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. And when the 10 heard it, they were indignant at the two brothers. That means angry. Yeah. Angry at James and John. Yep. But Jesus called to them, but Jesus called them to him and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That seems like an important verse. It's a very important verse, yep, of what Christ came. And as they went out of Jericho, a great crowd followed him, and behold, there were two blind men sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd rebuked them, telling them to be silent. But they cried out all the more, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. And stopping, Jesus called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. And Jesus, in pity, touched their eyes, and immediately they recovered their sight and followed him. Okay, now we are going to read Acts 24. And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and a spokesman, one Tertullus. They laid before the governor their case against Paul. So that is, they're coming from Jerusalem to Caesarea, where Paul is being held in prison. Yep. Okay. And when they had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Since 
Through you we enjoy much peace, and since by your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation in every way and everywhere. We accept this with all gratitude. That's called flattery. Yep. (laughs) But to detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all all the Jews throughout the world and is a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to find out from him every, about everything of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the charge, affirming that all these things were so. And when the governor had nodded to him to speak, Paul replied, this is Paul's testimony. It's his defense. He gets to go before Felix after Tertullus, this highfalutin uh, lawyer, gave his remarks. Mm-hmm. Paul says this. Knowing that for many years you have been a judge over this nation, I cheerfully make my defense. You can verify that it was not more than 12 days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem, and they did not find me disputing with anyone or stirring up the crowd, either in the temple or in the synagogues or in the city. Neither can they prove to you what they now bring up against me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. Now, after several years, I came to bring alms to my nation and present offerings. And while I was doing this, they found me purified in the temple without any crowd or tumult. But some Jews from Asia, they ought to be here before you to make accusations should they have anything against me. Or else let these men themselves say what wrongdoing they found when I stood before the council, other than this one thing, that I cried out while standing among them. It is with respect to the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you this day. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way, and what's the way? Oh, the way, that's a common word for Christianity. Okay. So it actually uses that word a lot. Yeah, so Felix had a rather accurate knowledge of Christianity, this new religion. Mm -hmm. Um, He put them off, saying, when Lysias, the tribune, comes down, I will decide your case. Then he gave orders to the centurion that he should be kept in custody, but have some liberty, and that none of his friends should be prevented from attending to his needs. After some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, And he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I will summon you. At the same time, he hoped that money would be given him by Paul. So he sent for him often and conversed with him. When two years had elapsed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, and desiring to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. It's two years in prison, and prison there is not like prison here. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a lot worse. Miserable. Yeah, all for doing nothing, being falsely accused of the temple, 
And then creating a stir, saying I'm in jail because of the resurrection. And then Felix just didn't want to deal with it. No, but he liked to talk with him. Yeah. Sort of. So, anyway, we will see you tomorrow. And, uh, Yvonne, you're taking off. So... So we're recording this before I leave. Yep. Right. But when you listen, I'll be in California. (laughs) Yes. Bye-bye.